Welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phoning show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about boat trips from hell. Randy, you had a terrible time on the ferry to Wales. What happened? Well, um, as as you know, um, my name is Randy. Randy by name, Randy by nature. <laughs> uh, thanks very much for laughing at that, Dave. Um, I I see boat trips as a, a sort of a way to to meet beautiful women from overseas, and I was over with my uh, my partner in crime. Uh, his nickname is just Nobber, because uh, he's from Nobber and he likes having sex with women. Um, so myself and Nobber decided to get on the boat. We we're going to head across to England, where the women are a little bit looser. Dave, uh, I don't know if you know, Irish women are quite prudish. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they're just harder to get going. They're like a, an, an old car in winter. Uh, you just really have to crank the chain and meet the car's father and uh, bring the car to a wedding of your friend. And it's just a lot of effort, Dave. And I've just heard the Newcastle women are just a lot looser. Uh, they're sort of pumped up with the love of football, I suppose. And they're Protestants as well. So, uh, basically, we got on this boat. There was no women, it was full of priests, and the boat sank. Oh my god. That was, that's the last thing you wanted to happen, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a disaster, <laughs> Was Nobber with you? He was. And he was one bit happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what happened when, when the boat sank? Well, um, there was a another ship, and it was dragging uh, a large uh, plastic iceberg, uh, dragging it to Belfast for the Titanic Museum. And we saw the iceberg, and our captain was a little bit cocky, and he said, "Where well, this stand line is made of tough stuff, and I said, I'm going to drive straight to this iceberg. And sure enough, it hit the iceberg, and it, the fucking thing sank. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I had a door with me that I was bringing over. My father lives in England. I was bringing him a new door. <laughs> so myself and Nobber got up in the door, and we were rescued uh, by whistling. Well, uh, Nobber tells a different side of the story. Oh, of course he does. Well, look, I'm still furious about the whole boat sinking uh, sort of thing. I had spent about uh, five euro in the arcade already and it was my fifth go and all I felt was a little bit of a a wobble and uh, I didn't get uh, the car again that I had paid for. Mm. And And you uh, say that it's Randy's fault that the boat sank in the first place. Oh yeah, 100%. Well, he said it was the ship's captain was 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 cocky cocky and and sailed it towards (laughs) an iceberg. I think he was six uh, whiskeys deep. I think he was imagining things. I think he had seen it on the telly uh, the night before maybe I went a bit hard on the duty free Dave <laughs> uh, so the once airport before we got to the boat yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just a quick trip uh, once I realised what was happening that the boat was going down I ran over uh, to the captain of the ship and there was Randy uh, tying him up okay well, tying him up I'll let, I'll let you finish but and said I am the captain now. I am the captain now. Screaming it at the top of his voice. I've never seen him like this before. Uh, Randy would be, you know, I mean, he has the name Randy, of course, but he, he'd be a calm fellow once you get to know him. And he'd tied him up and sure, he was uh, driving the boat itself. 
mm. uh, all by himself and he has no uh, boat driving experience. And I said, Randy, what are you at? Sailing. You're, you're in deep waters now. Literally. Um, and he said he had a row with the captain about uh, Oasis or Blur. And sure, he chose Blur and Randy just had enough of it. And I saw something in the ocean and I said, is that an Oasis or is it just a bit of a blur? <laughs> And he said, it's a blur. And I said, it's a fucking oasis. And that's how it kicked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so there was no iceberg, actually. Randy had just rammed it into a cliff nearby. Okay. Yeah. And the the, the story about the door, that he was bringing the door over to, was it is out loud yeah, in the UK? It was, was a, a fairy house door. It wouldn't be longer than my index finger. Okay. Good <laughs> um, job, though. You were both able to stay afloat on that? or uh, We bit onto it with our teeth. Do you know what? We weren't uh, able to hang on to it at all. As I said, it was a light fairy door. We're still in the water uh, as we speak. We still haven't survived. Well, look, I'd be more of a positive thinker yeah. than Nobber. I think we're going to be grand. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Well, I have a, a call coming in from... I've got two from... bars left on me, uh, ch- on me charger. Yeah. I've charge. yeah. A call coming in from a, a, another ship. I think it's um, the captain of the of the... The vessel that you managed to sink. Hello Captain, there. Captain Spaulding. It's me, Captain Spaulding here. Uh, you, you've managed to you've managed to be rescued, is that right? I, I have been rescued. I have several flotation devices on me at all times, ready to be inflated. So some of them are semi-inflated to save me time when I get in the water. Because when you get in the water, if it's icy cold, it takes your breath away. Yeah. So listen, um, can you confirm the story about the Blur and Oasis argument? I, I can confirm the story. He said, is that an Oasis? And I said, shut, shut up. Oasis only occur in the deserts. And we're in the watery desert. But the, still, the there's sea. no such thing as an Oasis in this watery desert, also known as the ocean. Mm. Yeah. He, yeah. He was a bit, he didn't know his nautical terms. Ocean, boat, drown. He didn't know any of those things. Yeah. What did he call drown, for example? He called drowning swimming too long. <laughs> that's, that's not even a good description of what it is. It's not. It's, uh, technically, it's accurate, I said to him, but no. Water breeding. Water breeding. That's well, what water he, suffocating, yes. I suppose. And then he kept going on about fish fingers. For some reason, I don't know why. I think he thought I would have a supply of fish fingers. My belief was that uh, I thought it would be funny. To make a um, fill a glove full of five fish fingers and a fillet of fish uh, patty, and uh, to put the glove at the end of my sleeve, and then I'd say, "Here, watch this," and then I'd put it down into the water, and I'd let a shark bite off my fishy hand. And of course, as a captain, it, was, it was to impress girls. I have seen that a million times. It's the oldest trick in the book on the high seas to uh, put. I did. I thought fish I fingers, and I thought I invented it. His his knowledge of the anatomy of fish is very low. I said, you'd never shake a fish's hand. You'd kiss it on the mouth, but you wouldn't shake its hand. And then you'd say a prayer before you reach dry land. That's the nautical code. Yes, yeah, of course. Well, look, um, is there any chance of you being able to rescue Randy and Nobber before they sink? Because they had this little door, but it's it's not keeping them afloat. They're, right, they're, well... Their phones are on low could, batteries. Could Could you describe your surroundings? Very blue. Mm, I think I know it. Newcastle is definitely near. I can hear clubs. Yes, I can hear the women uh, more oh, than yes. anything. The loose, loose. Can, yes. let, let's, in fact, our erections are the only thing keeping us afloat. Exactly. Thank God. 
Well, you hang on to that for dear life. I'm just trying to tell... We're just basically sharing our sexiest stories to, to keep the blood pumping. Now, yeah. if, if you've drifted into Newcastle waters, there's nothing I can do for you. Why not? Because a treaty has just been signed this very moment saying that Newcastle and the waters surrounding it are its own principality. They can do whatever they like to you. So if anyone from Newcastle is listening, get your binoculars out and your dinghies and go rescue those people. What we need is sort of like a Dunkirk situation. Mm-hmm. Where just a load of fishermen arrive and save the day. Well, yeah. best of luck. And if they could be <laughs> topless, uh, just to, you know, keep the erections uh, going yeah. at least. Well, I'm topless right now, covered in fish oil. It's rich in omega-3. Well, if you could maybe uh, get some of your fellow captains together uh, uh, as... Uh, All we're looking for is a small amount of semen. As Randy says, a small amount of semen in their boats, tops off. Uh, I mean, even if they were to just venture into, into Newcastle waters briefly. Well, I suppose I, I'd be a bad captain if I turned my back on people who need rescuing in the sea. I'll call up all my friends. Soon this room will be covered head to toe in semen. To be honest, we're quite close. Like, even if you came up to your knees, you'd probably get us. Oh, wait, hang on a second. Yeah. I look out the window. Oh, there you are. <laughs> How are you? How's it going? Hang on a second. I've got a ladder. I'll, I'll stretch it out to the water. I'd say you could probably reach it. Throw me the boy. No, the child stays here. No, the round donut thing. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. I'm glad to hear it was a happy ending. Happy ending for uh, Randy oh! and Nobber. <laughs> there she blows. <laughs> We're going to move on to some other callers. Now, Meg, uh, you're about to have an operation, but you're having second thoughts. Is that right? Yes. It's uh, my breasts. I'm thinking about getting them smaller, uh, but I'm having second thoughts because every time I walk past like a shop window, I kind of catch a reflection of myself and I think, wow, they're actually quite lovely. And I've been wearing a tight tank tops and boob tubes just to kind of see how other people see them and I've been getting uh, an awful lot of attention and uh, chatted up at the local store um, so I'm thinking maybe I might keep them. Yeah, what, what, what made you want to get rid of them in the first place? Well, they kept getting in the way of my golfing uh, swings. Right. I was trying to, you know, uh, work on my handicap and, well... It was just all too much. Every time I went to hit the ball, I let go of the club and uh, ended up injuring someone. Right. So it was actually becoming uh, quite a nuisance uh, for other people around me. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I want to bring on your husband, Greg. Uh, Greg, you're you're not happy about Meg wanting to get this operation, is that right? Uh, that's correct. I'm devastated. Yeah. To use a big word. Um, I love my wife and I love her tits. It's one of the first things I saw uh, when we first met because um, she was around the corner and uh, her breasts had been sticking out just behind the bus shelter. Yeah. Shelter. <laughs> and, uh, sorry. So I've just had, um, I've just got up of a chair really quickly. Um, I love my wife. I love her tits. I don't want... I don't want them to go, Dave. Frankly, yeah. and and if, if you express this to Meg, like Meg, what do you think of, of Greg's? Like he he wants to, he wants you to keep them. Well, 
The thing is, he's always hot and cold. Sometimes he wants them gone. Sometimes he wants me to keep them. When we go down, never ever said I want them gone. Hey, Greg. Come on. Last Friday we went down to the pub, and all your friends chatted me up. Some of them were even sticking pound notes down my bra, and you weren't happy. You were crying in the corner. I was proud. I was. It was tears of pride. You were telling me you hated them. You, I, ca- I came home and you had uh, cut up all my bras with scissors, and they were scattered all around the house. I, I apologise. I, I, fr- I, I, uh, I lost the run of myself, <laughs> and I, I cut up all your bras. I'm sorry. And now I've got no bras left, so I might as well get them removed and then buy the smaller ones. They're cheaper after all. That Less is material. not a good plan. It's not a plan. To uh, get a breast uh, augmentation disruption operation in order to save money on bras. Well, look, someone who has um, backed your decision to get a, a breast augmentation is your golf coach, Clegg. All right. All right, Clegg. Um, so you think Meg has a future as a, as a pro in golf, is that right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, some people say, she, oh, all right, just leave it, Greg. All right. Some people say Meg's too, too old. For the uh, for the preteen trials, and uh, yeah, and they're right. So, uh, but you know, she that's why she did so well, I think, because she ta- she towered over them. She really intimidated with those uh, Bristol's. So uh, all the kids were ran scared because you know, few of them were going up looking for some food, if you know what I mean. Uh, which I thought was a bit strange. I talked with some of the parents afterwards, saying, "Listen, your kid's ten years old. She should be drinking breast milk." Uh, straight from the from the cow, and then uh, Meg smacked me with a golf club. It was a bit of a disaster, but then I regrouped. I figured, look, let's, we won't flout the rules. We'll put her in the the adult uh, competition. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, she just uh, her swing goes all the way back, and then she kind of pinches her, her arms in between. Her right breast. It's very alluring. She's right-handed. I mean, it's very alluring. It was putting off some of the other golfers. If anything, it was an advantage. Oh, well, I mean, look, some say it's a handicap. Some say it's an advantage. But for me, I think uh, once, you know, I did a little experiment is what I did, Dave. Uh, I got, all right, Craig. Meg, you remember the experiment. I'll I'll call it the mummy method. How could I forget it? Now, some people think the mummy method is getting your mummy to scream at you, play better golf. But for me, it's about the wrappings. I've got a whole load of sheets. Oh, yeah, Boris Karloff and all that. Yeah, exactly. Got a whole <laughs> load of sheets, right? Got cheap down Marks and Spencer's. It was a sale on. I wrap him round the breast, strap him down like Princess Leia in Star Wars. Yeah. And I'm like, you've, you've watched Star Wars, right? She's blasting all them stormtroopers. But I was watching go, gosh, she could swing a good golf club so she could you can't compare Kira Knightley's tits to my wife's tits I mean it's just different well, different weights different it's a different weight class but Look. that's the thing once he did uh, the mummy trick I could play much better my swings had improved mm. Mm. I was hitting holes in one it was less uh, holes in two 
And if I'm going to have to wrap myself up every time to play like someone from, I don't know, the Ryder Cup, then I might as well go through with the surgery uh, because I could go to the Ryder Cup and yeah, Clegg has yeah. always mm. believed in me from day one. Well, you'd save a fortune on sheets. Yeah, I don't want to have to go in every exactly. week and buy more sheets. Yeah. I don't well, you know could reuse some of them, though, on tits, But I know about dimples on balls, golf balls. Yeah. And Greg, I haven't told you yet, but Clegg has actually offered to go uh, in on the surgery and you <laughs> pay half of it. Yeah, you're paying for a tit. I'm paying for it. My only stipulation is to get to watch the entire thing. Right, listen, let me roll back. Let me let me just roll back. I am now open to the idea of the mummy method, uh, but I don't like the idea of you winning the Ryder Cup, me standing there, I go up, you say, give us a, give us a kiss, Huggy, honey, hubby, and I give you a big kiss, wrap my arms around you, and people are like, why is he kissing that young boy? He looks like Hilary Swankin. Boys don't cry. Hey, my tits are not the only thing that uh, gives the idea that I'm a woman. Have well, you've you got not... long hair. You look like you could be in Rush. You look. You could be Geddy Lee. That's a very specific prog rock reference there. Thank Greg. you. I don't even know who he is. He's a very talented Canadian. But uh... oh, the Commonwealth. I thought I thought you said she looked like Ian Rush, former Liverpool footballer. I could have said Brian May. I thought you said I could have been from Rush, that little city. I wouldn't know where that is, because I'm not from Ireland, am I? It's right. a perfect English accent. All right, lads, calm down, calm down. Dave, Dave. Well, uh, we've got Dave, another please. caller Thank on the line. Oh, um, right. Jeg. Jeg, you, you are the CEO of uh, Jeg's Sheets, is that right? Yes, I, I sell uh, sheets online. Yeah, well, and you want to sponsor Meg. Yeah, I'm fer- I feel inspired. Yeah. I was looking at the pictures of Meg playing golf, swing, swinging around, and just I slowed it right down just to check out her form. And I thought, oh, yeah. And I thought, wow, if, she, if those breasts were strapped down, She'd do well. Right, well, so you'd be willing to supply her with the sheets she needs for yeah. every major tournament and training? Lifestyle, lifetime supply of sheets for up to six months. Well, Meg, how does that sound? I mean, you'd save money on the on the operation. You'd have you'd have sheets as much as you need. You'd only have to strap down for the games. Yeah, I would just uh, ask, could you throw in some sort of nappy rash cream? Because they do chafe after a while. She has very rashy tits. Well, I do. I f- <laughs> Oh, I like this one, no? Well, I think, uh, I mean, I sell sheets. I don't sell creams. creams. Well, hang on, we've another caller on oh. the line. It's uh, Spleg. Spleg from Spleg's Nappy Rash Cream. Uh, Spleg, you've, you've been listening and you think maybe you could help out, is that right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm knee-deep in babies every day and I've got so much cream. Got got a cream dispenser. And it goes off, Dave. Yeah. Some people use a local lad uses it as mayonnaise in his sandwich shop, but I think that's not right. I think if you go to golfers who are getting chafed from the breast swinging around or playing golf, I said it to my wife a million times. <laughs> this should be used for golf breasts. Okay, great. So we've got Splegs uh, cream, we've got Jags sheets. Yeah. Is yeah. that going to be enough to? <laughs> convince you to maybe uh, forego the, the operation. I definitely think that will be enough and then, you know, when I finish golfing for the day, I can just whip it off and go to the pub and uh, get all the attention that I want, really. Everybody's and happy. You're okay with that, Greg? Yeah. You're getting some attention in the Can't pub? I can't even remember we were 
arguing about. <laughs> okay, great. Well, that worked out well for everyone. Thank you, Greg, Meg, Clegg, Jeg, and Sleg for calling in. Before I move on to my special guest, I want to remind you that this show is supported by you, the listeners, via our Patreon account, patreon.com forward slash phoning it in show, where you can enjoy a bunch of exclusive content. Thank you. When it comes to understanding political issues, I am a self-confessed toddler. That's why I've enlisted the help of Steve, my politically savvy drinking buddy, to help me better understand politics. Every couple of weeks, we get together and record on topics like what is the politics of language, what is Watergate, how the internet is killing democracy. We take these big issues and we break them down into silly little comedic bite-sized bits. If you like the sound of that, then search for What Am Politics in your podcast app of choice or find us here on the Headstuff Podcast Network. My special guest joining me in studio today is former T-shirt, current Tonishta, Leo Varadkar. Tonishta, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Dave. Uh, how are things? What have you been up to? Chilling, mostly. Um, it's been it's been a, a whirlwind of a uh, summer, as you all know. Uh, uh, nobody could have predicted 2020. In fact, I think the only person who's having a good 2020 is Paul Mescal. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. The um, n- normal people. I haven't seen it now myself. I don't know what the name of the program is, but uh, I believe he's having a great time. Yeah, yeah. He was just in a Rolling Stones video as well. What's that? Uh, he was in a video with the Rolling Stones, I believe. They're a oh, band yes, of course, from UK. Gathering, uh, gathering no moss, those exactly, guys. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah Still yeah. rolling away. So listen, you're not really here in your capacity as Tornishta, um, but rather you wanted to lend your wisdom to some of our, some of our callers. Well, I suppose I've always been um, uh, a voice uh, in, the, in the door for someone to to lay a shoulder on their ear yeah, uh, to cry on so to speak um, if they want to cry on my shoulder or lend I lend I have an ear I can lend an ear or a shoulder yeah yeah. but I'm so much more than that I have a whole other body um, so I, I just thought I would uh, I suppose be an agony uncle to yeah. the, 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 the viewers out there is or, that something or, you've ever done? Where's the cameras, actually? <laughs> well, we've no cameras in here. Just ah, uh, is, is is it something you ever done before? Though being an agony uncle, know, uh, it's kind of pointless wearing this rock and roll T-shirt. Uh, it's a band Hot Chip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was told to. Never mind. That's just okay. A bit of a way. Well, I, we can take a photograph can, afterwards. Maybe put it up yeah, on Twitter. Put up on the site. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or just even. Yeah, I'm just tell the listeners. Yeah, I'm wearing a I'm wearing a Hot Chip uh, T-shirt. <laughs> Are you a fan of Hot Chip? Love them. <laughs> What's your favorite Hot Chip song? So many comes to mind. Um, Curry Shop Blues. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. All right, yeah. Okay, listen, we're gonna put, we're gonna open up to some callers. Uh, Brittany is on the line. Brittany, is there anything you wanted to ask, Leo? Oh, I wonder is it Britney Spears? <laughs> no, it's not Britney Spears. Me name is Brittany uh, Coyle. Okay. I- and so is it coil or toil? Coil. Coil, yeah, yeah. Coil. Uh, Brittany Coil. And I just want it's to It's like ask, a sort of female um, anti-spermicide uh, technique, isn't it? The coil. All right, Leo, you're going a bit weird now. Okay. Um, so I applied for the COVID payment um, like three months ago. It's been doing me good. Um, but the thing is, me ma and me dad, they also lost their jobs, but they don't have bank accounts. 
So I signed up for the COVID payment a second time, uh, just for it to all go in my bank account, and then I can just take it out in cash and give it to me ma. Um, but then my dad, he doesn't have a bank account, so I signed myself up again for the third time, uh, just for his payment to go into my bank account. And right. like, I'm not telling a lie. Like, I go to the ATM, like around the corner, and I take the money out, you know. I'm crying. Are you crying, girl? I've never been on the radio before, you see. So I'm just a bit nervous. <laughs> what's Guys, what's your question, So peasant? basically, basically, the third COVID payment hasn't gone through. And I was just wondering, like, is that you're doing? Uh, why hasn't it? Because me mad is going in fine. Uh, but payday was, you know, yesterday. And I haven't got the third 350. Uh, well, first of all, um, the excuse of not having a bank account. Uh, who are you? Uh, 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 a member of the Fianna Fáil party? <laughs> I see, see you did there, Bertie. Yeah. Bertie Ahern. Yeah. <laughs> Just for I wrote. Yeah. Uh, absolute, absolute chambles. Um, where, so you're, you're, you're telling me that you, you applied for your own COVID payment. Um, you applied for your father's and also your mother's. Uh, your mother's has gone into your account, but your father's has not. No. And you're asking me, you're basically asking me tips on how to swindle the government. Uh, I'm not swindling you're anybody. You're a swindler. You're a swindler, um, Brittany. Brittany the swindler. Uh, where do you live? Yeah, and Leo the effing loser. Oh, okay. All right. Well, loser, hang on now, Brittany. Loser. Hang on. Leo Riker's come on this show, yeah. not in his capacity as Tonishta, but uh, to I'm befo- here. I'm, I'm relaxed. I've got a hot chip t-shirt yeah, on. Yeah, he's, he's here. He's being an agony uncle. Uh, yeah, but let's rewind to like 20 seconds ago when he put on that booty of horn voice and was saying that like me man, well, I don't that, think he did an impression. didn't do an impression of Bertie. Don't have um, bank accounts, you know? Like what's... Basically... They've, been working cash in hand jobs all their life. Tell, like okay. no need to open what, up what does your account. What does your mother and father, um, what are they employed? They're uh, uh, tradesmen. Well, one of them's a woman. <laughs> uh, I'm aware of that, but they prefer that term. She prefers, she prefers being called a tradesman. Yeah. <laughs> what trade? Uh, carpentry. Uh, Wood. Yeah, uh, plumbing. Uh, you know, if you've got like it sounds any, like you're just listing things. Any loose screws in the house, like call me Matt or me dad, and they'll fix it. Well, <laughs> they should still be out working then, surely. I mean, no. sounds like they could be replaced with a screwdriver. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. Some people don't even know uh, where to buy a screwdriver. Where no, I'm from, most, anyway. Most people do. Um, but they've been. It out sounds of- like you're making up jobs. Do they do any more jobs? Uh, maybe the odd babysitting uh, gig here or there. Not, not really a career for anyone over fourteen. And I didn't even say it was a career. Yeah, all right. Don't get testy. Well, hang on, this, uh, listen. This is this is going from bad to worse. Look, I think we can all agree that welfare cheats. I think cheat you should screen all. these calls first. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, I should have I should have been more uh, specific with with our producer. What age are you, Brittany? I'm sixteen. You're sixteen. Okay. Um, so you're probably not entitled probably to not entitled to uh, <laughs> any COVID payment at all. Well, look, I got wild. it. So who's laughing now? <laughs> uh, well, can we we'll, trace this call? Yeah, we'll 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 move on. Uh, stay on the line, Brittany. We might want to bring you back in. I can't think why, yeah. but just just hang on there. Stay on the line until you hear a nice clicking sound. Um, Tim, Tim, uh, you have a question for Leo as well. Yeah. How are you, Leo? Hello. 
Yeah, so uh, basically, uh, I'm friends with this girl, Rui. I've known her for years. This is more it like sounds it. like a relationship. And, uh, one. She's something um, I can really sink my teeth into. Yeah, yeah. She's a she's a lovely girl. Like we we've always been mates. You know, we've we've uh, hanging around. We've been going to festivals and having a laugh. And, uh, yeah, I, I get on ground with her, Rui, and I'm thinking of I'm thinking of taking it to the next level. Okay. But the problem is. I don't know if it's going to ruin the relationship. I don't know if me man and dad approve of her. I don't think they do, because they're always calling her that little scut Jessica. And that, to me, is a sign that they don't like her. Do they, do they call her a scut or a slut? Oh, Jesus. I think that might have been saying slut. Yeah. I think I heard it as a Big scut. difference. Big difference. Like, if a little dog comes up to me waggling his tail... And it gets a little bit of dirt on my trousers. I might say, you little scut. But I'm not going to call a dog a slut. No. Well, what if it was, you know, very I, promiscuous? If, I, or, if yeah, a promiscuous yeah. woman came up to me uh, with dirty hands and she started lapping at my knee, dribbling on my trousers, and I said, get off me, you dirty slut. It's a very different uh, connotation. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I mean, Jessica, she's not a scut or, or a slut. Uh, as far as I know, now she's gone out with not not to slut shame. Uh, or slut shame. I'm friends with lots of sluts. I'm I've been a slut myself at times. Nothing wrong with being a slut is what I'm saying. Just want to make that hundred percent. But you're tarnished to Leo Varadkar. You're saying there's nothing wrong with being a slut. Uh, from uh, we all have slutty periods. Uh, it's it's okay to be a slut from time to time. Right, but listen, sh- what do you think we should do? Have you ever been in a situation where you've been friends with someone, but they, sometimes they touch you on the arm, sometimes they lick your face? That's Simon Harris, yeah. First name comes to mind. Yeah. And did you ever make a move on Simon? No, Simon, or? I mean, Simon's just a little puppet boy, really. Uh, a he's scut? Not, he's not even a scut. He's too nice nice of a guy. Um, no, I mean, it's never really gone that far. Um, look, at I think... You need to follow your heart. You need to follow your brain. You need to follow your lad. You need to follow all your major organs. Yeah, like right now, I think me lad is shouting the loudest. And me lad is, is shouting, go for it. Sometimes you've got to listen to the lad. Yeah. The what do you lad. like about Jessica? Well, she's different from all the other girls that she's never really shown any interest in me. Hmm. Oh, the rest of the girls are all over you. The rest of the girls are all over me the whole time. They're like, you're the best, you're the bee's knees. What what do you do for a living, do you mind me asking? What do I do for a living? I'm a balloon uh, uh, supplier and salesman. Well, there you go. But I don't inflate them. Chicks go crazy for balloon men. Yeah, I don't inflate them. I'm just the boss. I I outsource. You're a wholesaler. I'm a wholesaler, yeah. Leo knows. I outsource the inflation to an outside company that's owned by my brother, uh, so we've got a kind of a, a dynasty. Have you ever seen that uh, show, Succession? Yes, just started watching it. Great Nothing show. like that. Okay. Because it's all about balloons and not the media. Yeah, yeah. But, but the power dynamics. The power dynamics, oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. my brother, he was in Mullingar for a weekend and he drove to some lad's gaff to buy cocaine, crashed the van. Yeah. Now, no one was killed. But yeah, the van was thank God. right off. Yeah, yeah. So very much like Succession. A little yeah. bit of a spoiler there for Succession if I haven't seen it. Great show. I actually haven't seen it. 
But yeah, Jessica, she, she's got no interest in me at all. And that, see, I don't well, know funny, if that's it, Leo. Funny you should say that, Tim, because Jessica's been listening. She's oh, on she, the line. Oh, God, oh, here geez, we go. oh no, I'm scared. Uh, this, this has got you, journalism. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, we're a popular show. People listen in and then they hear their name. They're going to ring in. Oh, Dave, you scut. Uh, <laughs> Jessica, what, what have you got to say to Tim? Well, me and Tim, I mean, we've been seeing each other, nothing serious. Uh, we're just kind of taking it slow. <laughs> uh, I visit him in work sometimes, you know. Um, Are you a fan of balloons or? Uh, I mean, when he brought me on the first date, he brought like a little poodle, kind of a blown up poodle. I just thought he uh, supplied the balloons. Um, I didn't know he like blow up animals and like turn them. How did you outsource that to someone else? Tim, I had it. My brother does all the inflation, the shapes. and then uh, a cousin of ours does the shapes. Shapes, okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's all. It's. Uh, I'll show you the chart. It's no, very no. Complicated. It's, I think we get the. We get. Yeah. We understand enough to. Yeah. Yeah. Usually on dates, you know, like men bring me like, you know, chocolates or, you know, roses. So this was the first time I was given a balloon poodle. I have been given a balloon uh, octopus. Mm. You know, that would be more impressive. If if Tim showed up with a balloon octopus, I think Mm. I would have took things further on the first date. Um, Could argue, though, it's easier to make a balloon octopus. You just get one big balloon and then ace snake-like balloons. Yeah. And just yeah, just glue them together, yeah. Sorry, who are you? Um, uh, former teacher Leo Racker. How are you doing? Oh, hello, Leo. How are you getting on? How are you doing today? Are you in the EU? Uh, yes. Cool. <laughs> um, so, yes, maybe if uh, I heard him, he wants to take it serious. He wants to listen to his lad. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Um, the inner lad. Excuse me. The the lad that's inside me, but also the one that's attached, attached to, to my crotch. I'm, the thing about my parents as well, look, I can't really cut my parents off because my dad, as you know, supplies the heliums uh, to the business. So without helium, uh, my business goes flat, quite literally. Mm. So, I mean, I, I'm not willing to, if it's a choice between you, my dad, I'm going to have to choose my dad because he's got the funny voice gas that makes the balloons go big. But look, Tim, maybe you don't have to give me up. Maybe we can just go for dates outside of your house. I mean, you bring me to dates all the time in your house. Yeah, um, I have a huge room. I know, What's but... What's the problem? Uh, you're, you don't even have, like, a bedboard. My back is up against the wall when we are eating spaghetti bolognese, and uh, I'm always splattering bolognese all over your sheets, and you let, don't even wash them. Let me combine these two ideas. You want to stay in your house with your dad? You want to hang out with balloons. What, have you ever seen a Pixar film called Up? Where a man ties balloons to his house and he floats around the world. I think he ends up in Peru or somewhere. The cocaine there, by the way, is unbelievable. <laughs> well, oh. that, that, yeah, I, ha- I, I have seen. I love that movie. I have seen Up. That was actually based on my, my grandfather. Get away. Yeah, th- he did that. Uh, he started the balloon business uh, and he didn't like where the shop was. He had a bit of a... He was going back and forth with the council. He wanted to move premises and all that. And they were like, you can't do that. And he says, I'll do, I'll do what I like. I'll tie a bunch of balloons to the, to the uh, shop and float it down the street. And he did. And he killed several people and did a lot of property damage. Did yeah, Pic- Disney contact your grandfather? I think Pixar... Uh, we've you know, been suing them for years. They, they cleaned that story up a little bit just to make it a bit more... And they did. They made it about friendly. an old man, his dead yeah. wife and all yeah, that. Yeah. Boo-hoo. Yeah. Had a talking dog. 
Okay, well, look, Leo, any parting advice for these lovebirds before we leave? I know you th- the, the, the up idea is a good one. I don't know. My advice would be... Um, Buy a headboard? My advice would be uh, just have sex, first of all. Have sex but four times and see how you feel then. In the one day? If you can manage. I don't know. It's not <laughs> really up to you, love. It's kind of up to... What do you reckon, Tim? Balloon boy over here. If well, he, excuse me? If he's got enough. Are you not a fan of consent, Leo? Oh, 100% consent. I'm a, I'm a consent well, lunatic. I'm mad think, for consent. Jessica, I'm I don't just think saying, he's talking about consent. He's talking about, talking uh, about fl- fluids, basically. I'm talking about science. My brain again. Look, I'll have, I'll have a 12-egg uh, omelette in the morning and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Great. All right, listen, guys. Thanks so much for calling in. Um, we'll move on to another caller now. Nina is on the line. Nina, your sister is getting all up in your business. Is that right? Yeah, she's getting all up my business. Um, I was at my boyfriend's house yesterday and she knocked on the door and said like, uh, what are you doing here? Uh, you were meant to meet me at the cinema. And I was like, you're making up lies. <laughs> and it was kind of embarrassing. And Why do you think she did it? Um, she's a bit of a loner. Okay. Yeah, a bit of a loner. Um, a sad sack. Yeah, a sad sack. Um, and, you know, I would like if she could find friends of her own. Um, you know, she's uh, deaf and blind. So if she Ooh. could meet someone of the same condition, uh, I think that would help a lot. And if you could just kind of, uh, if they could hold hands, I think that's what she wants because she tends to hold my hand a lot. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay, so Leo, um, that's all fairly straightforward then. Um, yeah. What? Can't see any problems with this caller at all. What should Nina do um, about her sister, who I guess is just a little bit needy and all up in her business? It's also deaf and dumb. (laughs) And blind. Uh, Sorry, she's deaf, dumb and blind. Ooh, um, other than be really nice to her, (laughs) I'm not really sure what to say here. That might get me into a little bit of trouble. Leo, is there any centres where deaf and blind people meet up? Christ, I hope so. Um, (laughs) Do you know what? Let me look up some stuff. Can we get rid of her? And... Yeah, sure. Listen, Nina, thanks so much for your call. And uh, Let's look at your sister. Oh, she does great. I suppose I'll just message you on Instagram, Leo. Yeah. Oh, wait. um, Brittany's back on the line. Brittany from earlier. Brittany, uh, how are you, love? It's uh, it's been a while. Hi. Brittany, you said you you had come up with another question for Leo that's not related to your uh, your unemployment benefits. No, uh, no, not not indeed uh, related to that. Um, I was just not wondering. indeed related to that. <laughs> is that what you said? It is. Yeah. Sorry, just checking. Um. Yeah, it's just about that um thing that you were deciding to build. Uh, what was it like? A the Chisler's Hospital. Uh, no, no, not that one. It was kind of like an odd thing. It was like a water park that you were thinking of building. Oh, water rafting, summer surprise. <laughs> I was just Sorry. wondering, there hasn't been really any updates on that. And I was just thinking like, you know, usually you update us, you know, with the COVID situation, but there's been absolutely no mention of this. And personally, I was looking forward to it. Brittany, See, I'm, sorry, Dave. Sorry, go ahead, Dave. Uh, Brittany, I'm 100% behind you. I am up the bloody walls trying to get information on this whitewater rafting thing. All anyone wants to talk about is bloody COVID. Um, And I think, uh, you know, good news. I think Dubliners need some good news. 
there, I know there was a problem with the water. We're, we're bringing the water in in a massive tanker. And uh, unfortunately, um, we, there was a mix-up on the ferry and we accidentally got a load of jelly. So, of course, we put the jelly mix into the water and then people are bouncing all over the bloody place. And then some of the Northsiders come down and start eating all the jelly. And it was, it was a bit of a disaster. It was a PR disaster. Right. So it is still in the works, though. Still in the works, Dave. It's, I'm trying to get it over the bloody line, but yeah. obviously I'm on the other side of the fence now. Um, but we'll do our best. We'll do our best. It's, it's my literally my number one priority right now. Yeah. And remind me now, where he's putting it again? Putting it down roughly... Uh, IFSC? IFSC down. Bono's got flat down there, yeah. Right, okay. And like, what process are you in the building? Yeah, I should say, Brittany, that Leo's not really on here as a member of the government, as I mentioned earlier. I'm more, more of a fan. More, yeah, and, a, and an agony uncle. He just wanted to try something different. Okay. So th- these are very Please kind don't of ask me these serious political, government political Yeah, questions. yeah, hard-hitting I mean, stuff. Like, this isn't prime time, is what we're saying, okay? I know, yeah, I Dave's know. Dave's not Claire Byrne. <laughs> I wish. I just thought, well, actually, like... I'm gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I wish she's just a great interview. Yeah, yeah, you've got a lot of admiration for her. Uh, Britain, your dad wants to come on the line, is that right? Oh, yeah. Uh, what's your name, sorry? My name is Dave, Dave. Oh, another Dave. Uh, it's, do you know what's funny? We never get any Daves on this show, and it's such a common name. I meet Daves all the time. Considering in, in, some of the strange names we get on this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, like Admiral Smelting and stuff. But never funny? a Dave. No, it, I mean, it's funny to me. Sorry. Um, funny to you. Oh, well, <clears throat> Um, if it's funny to someone, that's all right then. Um, Dave, what did you want to ask Leo? I wanted to ask Leo, what the fuck is he doing with the whitewater rafting? Yeah, no, we just had that question oh, from, right. and, from yeah. your daughter, um, and, and Leo's covered that off. Uh, anything yeah. else? He said it's number one priority, Dad, not to worry. Where? Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Where um, is my COVID payment? Oh, wait, sorry, you're not taking uh, the. We're taking more lighthearted um, sort of. Uh, you know, I'm in love with my dog. Yeah. Well, I well, I'm not to... in love with my dog. I'm no. in love with my neighbor's dog. You're okay. good. You're very close there. You're very close. God, I think I might be psychic. Well, it's just... Is it a dog... son of Sam situation? Is he telling you to kill people? No, he's telling me to, to have it off with him. Oh. Uh, I don't know, which is worse. Now, do you mean through his actions or is there... It's the way he looks at me, Dave. Yeah. I've never had anyone look at me the way this dog looks at me, and that's including my wife. Mm. And this is this is uh, causing an awful distress in the family, isn't it, Brittany? Brittany, what do you what do you think about this dog? Um, well, it started off just uh, he was looking over the wall, kind of waving at it, and then I see me dad uh, with one leg up on the wall and asked me to yeah. push him, which I did. And he rolled into their flower bed and the dog uh, climbed up on him and li- licking him. Um, and I don't really know. <laughs> Dad was enjoying it a bit too much. Like, it was kind of dark out when I said, Dad, like, you coming in now? And are are we just, talking like, what time of night are we talking here? Oh, about 11. Yeah, that's very late to be licking, licking a dog or getting licked <laughs> by a dog. Yeah. yeah. Well, no one saw me. Well, it's your daughter the, saw you. That's not the issue. Well, my daughter saw me. Uh, look, all my daughters were there. Brittany was there. Christina was there. Beyonce was there. They were all looking out the window. And I moved. I moved like a cat in the night. Because I have military training. What I used to do is I used to... What military? The uh, uh, 
the FCA. Yeah. Uh, but see, I think that this dog. Now, call me crazy. This might sound crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> hey, wait till I said it, Leo. I'm having jokes now. Back up. Beep. 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 Back up. Your comment there. I believe that this dog is the incarnated spirit reincarnated into the dog of my first wife, Yolanda. <gasps> You're right to gasp in shock because I believe it's true. And it's the way she looks at me. Brittany, now you can't deny that Yolanda is Brittany's mother. Oh, mm. was, rest in peace. Was Brittany's mother, sorry. Rest in power. Well, mm-hmm. st- still is. Still is, Dave. Because now she's a dog. She's, now she's a dog. Right. What do you think of that, Leo? You probably think I'm cuckoo bananas mad. Well, uh, I've heard crazier things coming from the Green Party, I'll do that much. But, uh, I thought you were on here to uh, give advice, not well, be I'm, a politician. I'm allowed crack political satire jokes. Leave the jokes to Dave. Oh, fair enough. He is the funny one. Um, look, uh, tell me this. Have you ever drawn eyebrows on a dog's head? I'm not a monster. Well, but yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> I find um, when it's 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 hard to read a dog's mind, uh, Dave and and Brittany, um, and I find the the quickest way to look into a dog's soul is to draw a little pair of eyebrows over his head, over his eyes, and that way, because eyebrows are very expressive, mm. like you can't see now, Brittany, but my eyebrows are raised, like I'm very interested in what you're saying, and now my eyebrows are very furrow, like I'm angry, and I think if you drew eyebrows on this dog. You get a clear idea as to where he's coming from. Yeah, you're, you're, also, is it a boy? No, it's a it's a it's a bitch. Oh, it's a female dog. But you're right; it's very hard to t- to get the emotional reading yeah. from a dog. It's very easy to get it from Brittany because her eyebrows are thick and massive, like two twixes on top for her head. Or yeah, Jennifer Connelly. I got the HD brows done. I looked at. I'm, amazing. I'm open to the idea of uh, drawn on. Uh, the eyebrows and you can use my makeup and everything but uh, yeah. do you think we should ask uh, permission of the neighbours before we do it or what do you think Leo have you had any experience I'm a rebel as you know um, and I think it's better to are you? Uh, I am yeah I'm wearing a hot chip t-shirt to an interview oh fair enough sorry thank you um, you're welcome I love hot chip <laughs> And you didn't wear any top in Stephen's green that time. Oh, would you stop? Do people see that? I see it. All over oh, Twitter, Leo. Was there photographs of that? Ah, oh, oh, so embarrassing. Beer. You're listening to Hot Chip Song, three and one, and some chicken balls. I was Please. just holding up my Samsung Galaxy up to my ear. I just blasting out the free Spotify. Every time it comes to an ad, I just take a sip, put the phone in my pocket, wait for the ad to get over. When the ad's done, I'm done sipping. Back to Hot Chip. Crazy. I saw one of your friends went for a swan as well. Yeah, they break your fucking arms as well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm afraid we're out of time. Oh, oh, such a pity. Look, Dave, listen. Here, compromise, right? I'll draw the eyebrows on the dog. I won't tell the neighbours because I think they'll think I'm fucking cuckoo. Yeah. I'll go out, I'll sneak out at night, I'll draw the eyebrows on, I'll ask me the reincarnated spirit of my dead wife a question, and I'll check the eyebrows, <laughs> yeah. then I'll wipe them off, and I'll go back to sleep in yeah. my own house. But you, can you tell our new ma just, you know, what's going on? She's getting very worried about you. No, and you don't tell her nothings either. I put that in the veils when we got married. I'm never going to tell you nothing about my feelings. I, I, suppose, I do. I suppose uh, the good thing is, is that if you got in trouble with your new wife, and she was angry at you, she'd put you in the doghouse. <laughs> oh, I take it back, Leo. Look, You're Dad, all right. Still got look, it. Look, Dad, just give me... 
350 euro and I'll say nothing. Alright, fair enough. Leo, yes. how about it? I'll see what I can do. Okay, great guys. I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all my callers today, but I especially want to thank Ed Salmon, Laura O'Leary and Kevin McGarren. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Kevin. There's nothing going on, Dave. Okay, yeah, Ed. Uh, I have a gig in Waterford Art Centre on September 10th, fingers crossed. Amazing. Uh, it's a socially distanced gig, so I'll be screaming at people from six feet away. Uh, I also have a podcast called Edwin Salmon of Knowledge and another podcast called Reviewables. Check them out. Brilliant. Busy boy. Laura. Think you're better than me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in many, many ways. No, no, no. Um, nothing but hopefully soon. Woo! Okay, great. <laughs> that was worse than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, guys. Thank you to Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to Bobby Hearn for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Yay. Yay. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.